0: Hey folks, Steve Lewis here, welcome to Relevance for today. Thank you for tuning in to another TV show, to another podcast show. Today I wanna encourage many of you as you continue to live for the Lord. We're in trying times right now, as many of you know, recently in the United States we voted for the primary elections here in the United States and things never go as it seems, as most of you know, but hey, that's the life with politics. But when it comes to the kingdom of God, we are reassured that Jesus Christ is on the throne. Yes. Amen. So that means we'll always be victorious when we give our lives to him. Amen. So here's the deal. Some of you have been serving the Lord for many years and yet you feel like you are alone or don't seem to be growing or you're sitting in the desert season the drought season, the dry times, and you're not sure what's going on, you're not sure which step to take, you don't know where to turn. And so this message is for you, as well as those who are patiently waiting on the Lord for those promises and the plans that he has for your life. Many of you belong to the body of Christ. You volunteer in ministry or you even run one, and you're waiting and waiting and waiting sometimes, and you don't see the light at the end of the tunnel. You know, whether it's building projects, some folks are waiting on churches to be finished being built. Some people are waiting for that open door to come, or a prophetic word's been spoken over them years ago, and they haven't seen it come to pass yet. Kingdom opportunities, more volunteers, right? People are praying for more volunteers, more workers to come because the fields are ripe more evangelistic opportunities, more souls to be saved, independent ministry growth, and so much more. So you're sitting there and you're just like, you know what, Lord, I need more. I need more volunteers. I don't know where to turn. The church needs to be finished. I don't know what's going to happen with that or what's going on with that or how things are going. I just need to have faith. There's so many things that are running through our minds, my mind in yours as well. (laughs) Like I always say, I learn a lot from my shows. I get in the word. I'm preparing the message. As I'm getting the message, the Holy Spirit's guiding me as I'm putting this thing together. But at the same time, I'm looking at, oh, wait, Steve, this one's for you. (laughs) So anyway, I seriously want you all to know to remember There's some important Bible verses that you can turn to for peace and strength. And just to remind you of God is with us. God's there. You have the Holy Spirit living within you, right? When you ask Jesus Christ into your life, it says in the Word, you get the gift of the Holy Spirit. And of course, followed by the water baptism. And of course, if you pray for baptism in the Holy Spirit as well. So there's many different things, but it's in the Word of God. And as you dig into the Word of God, you'll learn that. But I've got some verses I want to share today because I always like turning things back to the Word of God because stand on the truth. okay? Don't stand on what Steve Lewis is saying. Stand on the Word of God. At the end of the day, I know I say it a lot, but my dad always says it about the Bereans. The Bereans went home and they searched the scripture daily to make sure they were being preached the word of God. So they searched the scriptures to make sure, hey, okay, what he's saying is true. It aligns with what the Old Testament is saying. Of course, it wasn't written as saying the Old Testament on it back in those days. They had scrolls, but you get the point. They researched and searched the scripture. That's what I want you to do, search the scripture. So we're going to look take a look at some great examples of what God's favor truly looks like when we are in those times of uncertainty and confusion. And I think the best place to turn to is reading about Joseph, and that would be Jacob and Rachel's son. And I also want you, I want to encourage you as well, please take the time to read the entire story. I've shared this many years ago in podcast episodes, but read Genesis chapter 37 through 50, it tells you the whole story of Joseph. And I want to do a teaching on that. I did some serious studying on that. And there's a lot to the Joseph story. There's more nuggets in the Joseph story than what we even realize. Because it's not about Joseph. It's about preserving the line of David, the line that Jesus would end up being born into. So... Very important story, so make sure you read the whole entire thing, but I'm going to give you a little outline to get us started. So of course, starting off in Genesis chapter 37, when you first start reading it, you're going to find out, hey, Joseph is a young man, he's favored by dad, because his favorite wife, Rachel, if you read further back in Genesis, you'll learn how Rachel was Jacob's favorite. He loved her. He was tricked, had to marry her sister first in the whole nine yards. It's a great story to dig in and learn about that as well. But Joseph was Jacob's favorite son. And because of that, it brought jealousy into the family. Twelve sons and one's getting favored more than anybody else. So the key thing here is, In the beginning, when the story starts, it tells you about a dream that Joseph has. And I'm not going to get into detail about the dream, but the bottom line is the dream that he had, he ended up sharing it with his brothers. Everybody's going to end up bowing down to Joseph. Brothers got even more jealous. Like, who do you think you are? We're going to bow down to you? And so the brothers are even more jealous. Dad's coddling Joseph and getting Joseph the coat of many colors. And he's just pretty much, you stay beside me. I'm sending all your brothers out to go work. And every once in a while, Jacob would slip up and do something like send Joseph out to check on his brothers, which they're jealous. So here comes the one who's favored. Well, unfortunately, they get angry and they want to kill joseph but one of the brothers stepped up to the plate and said no let's not kill him they threw him in a cistern a dry pit and the end result was they changed their minds they ended up selling him into slavery and that is how that whole part begins because we're going to jump right in to after he's being sold we're going to jump into genesis chapter 39 And here's where it says, When Joseph was taken to Egypt by the Ishmaelite traders, he was purchased by Potiphar, an Egyptian officer. Potiphar was captain of the guard of Pharaoh, the king of Egypt. The Lord was with Joseph, so he succeeded in everything he did as he served in the home of his Egyptian master. Potiphar noticed this and realized that the Lord was with Joseph, giving him success in everything he did. This pleased Potiphar, so he soon made Joseph his personal attendant. He put him in charge of his entire household and everything he owned. From the day Joseph was put in charge of his master's household and property, the Lord began to bless Potiphar's household for Joseph's sake. All his household affairs ran smoothly, and his crops and livestock flourished. So Potiphar gave Joseph complete administrative responsibility over everything he owned. With Joseph there, he didn't worry about anything except what kind of food to eat. Boom. Wow. That sounds like, you know, I've got a set on where I'm going to start on this thing. But listening to that end sentence... That end verse where it just said, with Joseph there, he didn't worry about anything except what kind of food to eat. He pretty much turned over everything to Joseph. Potiphar pretty much gave him the reins and said, run my house. I'm just going to pick out what I want to eat. I've got things to do. I'm an officer. I've got things to do. Take care of it. Who does that? Only by the grace and favor of the Lord, right? Right. So some key verses that I want you to, we're going to go back now into that passage because there's some key verses I want to share with you. And remember, as I'm sharing this with you, I want you personally to sit back and picture yourself where you're at right now. What season are you in? Are you waiting on the church to be finished being built? Are you waiting on a ministry door to open up? Are you waiting on more volunteers? Whatever that situation is, I want you to listen as I'm reading these and remember where Joseph came from. Key, remember where Joseph came from and what he had been through up to this point. Okay? Very important. What has he been through up to this point? Loved by all, jealous by all his brothers, Taken away from his family and sold into slavery. And that's where we are now. But picture that, just that point. Being sold into slavery by your own brothers. Not knowing if you're ever going to see your family again. That is where we're at right now. And yet, as a slave, Joseph is in charge of Potiphar's household. As a slave. Powerful. You could chew on that alone before I even get to these verses. But the first verse I want to share is verse two. The Lord was with Joseph, so he succeeded in everything he did as he served in the home of his Egyptian master. So right there, Joseph was sold as a slave, like I said before, and yet he was successful as a servant because the Lord was with him. Didn't say the Lord left him when he was sold into slavery. The Lord was with him. That right there speaks volumes. It shows that no matter what situation you're in, don't give up on the Lord. And also, the Lord won't give up on you as long as you love the Lord and you're following the Lord. And remembering the Holy Spirit's within you for that guidance. So, favor, right? So, verse 3. Potiphar noticed this and realized that the Lord was with Joseph, giving him success in everything he did. So this verse backs up my point about representing Christ so others will see him in you. Even Potiphar, I mean, it says it right there. Potiphar noticed this and realized that the Lord was with Joseph. What did he notice? He noticed the favor Because if we go back to verse 2, the Lord was with Joseph, so he succeeded in everything he did as he served in the home of the Egyptian master. So here he is. He's a slave, but he's successful. And Potiphar actually noticed and realized that the Lord was with Joseph. How did he realize it? Because Joseph was representing and in turn favor on his life. The Lord blessed him. That's awesome. And once again... Even Potiphar recognized that the Lord was with Joseph. Potiphar recognized it. That means he knew who the Lord was or knew of the Lord. Right? Think about it. It's those key little nuggets in there. But if you represent at work, if you represent wherever you're at with the body of Christ, you represent Christ in all you do, favor will be on you and your bosses will notice the leadership will notice your pastors will notice your coworkers your ministry brothers and sisters that are come alongside you are going to notice the favor of God on you and then they're in turn going to want to come alongside you and glean off you and work beside you does that make sense or your pastors may see you and say you know what Howard is standing out he is a true leader He is a true follower of Jesus Christ. I like him. I want to give him more responsibility. Or are you at work? Picture being at work. You haven't got that promotion yet. You're waiting. Lord, when am I going to get this promotion? Well, in the Lord's plan, you stay focused and be the hardest worker you possibly can. So when they look at you and say, you know what? Oh, great. He's a Christian. No, they're going to say, great. I've got a Christian in here working for me. And look at him or her go. Everything they do and touch Brings blessings to this business we're in. It's the way my wife was when she was a nurse. Running the floors. And she would go in and the residents loved her so much. She couldn't release any information. But she could say some of the residents used to call her their daughter. Because they loved her so much. And they would just say, when are you going to be working next? Because I can't wait to see you. I love it when you're here. You know, different things like that. Because she walked with the light of the Lord on her. The Holy Spirit within her was flowing out of her, and the people were blessed. The business was blessed, and it all just flows that way. So in the desert, shine like a light. Let the water flow through you so it won't be so dry in that desert. While you're waiting on the building to be built, continue to shine where you're at. And no matter where you go, because you have the Holy Spirit within you, let it shine. Waiting on those volunteers, waiting on the ministry opportunity to open up, continue where you're at because people will see something in you. Christ, the hope and glory, right? They'll see the Holy Spirit flowing through you. Okay, and verse number five. From the day Joseph was put in charge of his master's household and property, the Lord began to bless Potiphar's household for Joseph's sake. That's powerful. For Joseph's sake. Not for Potiphar's sake, but for Joseph's sake. Which brought the favor in Potiphar's eyes seeing this guy in action. So everybody was blessed. When you have a follower of Jesus Christ who's really following the Lord and really has a heart for the Lord and is staying focused and on point, the Lord will be with them. The favor will be pouring out of them through the Holy Spirit. And so the blessings of the Lord, like I said, were overflowing from Joseph to Potiphar and his household. That speaks volumes. Right then and there. And you know what I'm talking about. Because some of you have been there. You've either been the individual who has been shining like a light. And every time somebody comes around you, they say, I don't know what it is. But whenever you work here, life is different in atmosphere. You bring an atmosphere to the room that we can tell when you're not here. Some of you have heard people say that to you. They'll say, you know what? I don't know what it is about Sunday service. But when you're not here, there's something different in the atmosphere. You could be a worship singer something's different in the atmosphere when you're not here. Why? What makes you different from anybody else? Well, you shine the love and light of Jesus Christ in and through you, even when you might be suffering from a rough time, even when you might be stuck in the mud. Instead of focusing on the mud, you focus on him, and he'll make a way where there is no way. So one of the questions I want to say is this. What promises are you waiting for? Is it that building? Is it the ministry? Is it an open door? No matter what it is, while you're in that waiting season, do something about it. I keep looking over because I want to grab my Bible. Get in the Word, focus, pray, speak to the Lord. Lord, I'm being patient, I'm waiting for this door to open. But I don't want to sit here and wait, so I'm going to keep focusing on you, and I'm going to keep being who you called me to be until that door opens. You don't just give up, right? Joseph could have done that. He had the right to do that. My brother sold me into slavery. My life is nothing. Why am I even bothering? I'm a slave now in Potiphar's house. I'm just going to mop the floors, and I'm just going to do the bare minimum, and that's it. No. Instead, Joseph stepped up to the plate. It doesn't list the things he did, but he was in charge of the entire household. That means when he got there, he stepped up. He showed initiative. He saw things that needed to be done. He didn't walk past the piece of paper that was on the floor. He didn't leave the shopping cart in the grass. You know what I mean? That type of thing. He put the cart back. He cleaned up the floor even though it wasn't his job. He came alongside other workers who were working really hard to get the job done so they all could sit back and relax or go to another task. So whatever it might be, and you all know what I'm saying, if you're an office worker, you see extra work that needs to be done and you know you can do it, you're not trying to compete with anybody, you're not trying to show off or anything, you're just there to help get the job done. Hey, if we team up together and get this done, then we all can work on this project together. Together. You know what I mean? It's not, hey, I'm going to get this done all by myself, so I'll look better than everybody else. No, come alongside one another, get the job done, then you all can go into the supervisor and say, hey, we got that task done together, what's the next assignment? Let's go ahead and knock these things out. You know, And then that's how the favor comes in, because your co-workers, for example, are going to say, you know what, that Steve Lewis guy, he really teamed up and helped us even when he didn't have to, so... I want to make sure I put a word in for him. And the light just shines. Yeah, what's different about him? Well, he's a Christian. Really? Wow, it's noticeable. Okay, because the world's been showing us this type of Christian. Or the media has been brainwashing us, telling us this is what a Christian looks like, when really it looks like this person. Or it looks like her over there who's working hard and doing her job. But did you know she's going through some stuff right now? Did you know she's going through all kinds of different things at home and she's got four children to raise. And do you know all this stuff is happening? I would have never known because she is walking a path that she just, just light just comes off of her, you know? And it's the same thing where some of the workers at Potiphar's house looking at Joseph saying, how is he so chipper? How in the world can he do what he does? He was sold by his brothers. I heard, you know, how rumors go. They didn't have Facebook and stuff back then, but I can only imagine the chatter amongst the other slaves. He was sold by his brothers. Or maybe they didn't even know because Joseph probably didn't even share it. Joseph got there and represented, and the Lord was with him. He had favor, and I want to encourage you folks the same. And this is gonna be a two-part series, but I want to encourage you the same way. We have to stay focused. No matter what we're in, stay focused. No matter what our bodies feel like, stay focused. No matter how we've been hurt, stay focused. Forgive, love one another, move on, represent. Joseph, the story of Joseph, the one part that you can look at as far as the story of Joseph, not the part where he laid the foundation to help the line of Jesus go through and be preserved, but the fact of just Joseph being Joseph The young man who was favored by the father, jealous from the brothers, sold into slavery. You know, I tell people, when you think about how you've been hurt in life, think about Joseph sitting in a pit while his brothers are eating by a campfire, talking about what they're going to do to him, and then laughing and joking, and him probably in that cistern crying, help me brothers, please. You don't know what it was like. We can't even picture what that would be like, but to sell him. And then the caravan rides off while the brothers are standing there counting their money and him probably looking back at them, and I'm sure he was crying. I mean, it makes me want to cry just thinking about that. But instead, he didn't mope. He got up, went to the next location. Got up, went to the next location. And I'll be sharing some more scripture from his story in the next portion. But the key for all of us is we need to rely on the Holy Spirit to keep our minds focused, to keep our minds focused on this calling on our lives. What has God called you to do? You know, are you an evangelist? Evangelize, right? Well, I'm waiting on a building, Steve, because my evangelistic ministry is going to be this, this, and this. Well, what do you have right now? Well, I got my Bible, I've got some notes written down. I've got some messages to share. Well, then share them. Don't sit back and wait. Get started right away. It's kind of like when I've had to when we've moved in the past or when I've one things I've learned and I've shared this with other people too. If God showed you you're going to move or if you wanted to move to a new location and you're praying for God to move you, then the first thing you need to do is start packing. Look around the house. What don't you need? Pack it up. Get started. Do your part. When we moved up here to Maine, one of the things that I prayed about, because um, my wife's wife's father was sick with cancer, I said, Lord, I can't do this on my own. I'm going to do everything I can as a man, and I'm leaving the rest in your hands because that's all I can do. And he made a way, but it took stepping up and not saying, I can't do this forget it. No, it was, I'm going to do what I can while I'm waiting on the promise. I'm going to do what I can while waiting on these different things, while waiting on the door to open. I'm going to stay busy until that door opens. And then the Lord, it's like the Lord sees you being faithful in little, and then he blesses you with much. So I want to encourage you folks in that. And I was actually going to do an actual episode on a TDY, a temporary duty assignment, temporary duty assignments in the military. So what would happen is I was in the Air Force. Um, we would go on assignment. Like we went over to England one time. So it was called a temporary duty assignment. People have different nicknames for it. But basically, I'm a weapons loading specialist. Okay. Throw the specialist on to make it sound important. Weapons loading specialist here in the United States, when we got on those planes and flew over to England, we went to the military base there. Guess what? I was still a weapons loading specialist. It didn't change. Even though my location changed, my career field, my experience didn't change. We went over there, did what we had to do, came back, still had my job still was a specialist in the whole nine yards. So I look at that when I look at, for example, folks that are waiting on a church building to be finished being built and they may be at a different location. Think of it as being a temporary duty assignment. While your church is being built, you're at a different location, but it does not change the Holy Spirit within you and the callings that you have on your lives. The Holy Spirit's within you no matter where you are. You let that shine. You worship the Lord. You do whatever you need to do while you're waiting on the building to be finished. That's important. You're on a temporary duty assignment right now. Your career field has not changed. Your spiritual career field has not changed. Stay focused on it. Be who you're called to be in that season you're in. and Then when the time is right, the TDY will be over. You'll be in the new building or whatever it might be, the new ministry, whatever's going on. But in the meantime, those of you who are on hold right now, think about Joseph. Joseph went from spot to spot to spot. The Lord was still with him. He had favor wherever he went, and I want you to remember that. Focus on the favor of God. Stay in contact with the one, right? Don't give up on him. Stay in the word. Pray. Talk to him. Keep being who God called you to be while you're on your temporary duty assignment, while you're waiting for the doors to open and so forth. And just like Joseph being trained up, as you're going to see, those of you who already know the story of Joseph, Joseph was being trained every step of the way to become someone amazing that God had planned him to be for another purpose. Sound good? Stay focused, folks. Stay focused and remember, rarely important here. One of the things I want you to remember, okay? He's with you no matter what. So be encouraged. Stay focused on him. Holy Spirit within you. Let's pray. So Heavenly Father, I thank you for this opportunity to share this message today. I thank you for the message you've given me to write and to speak and to share, both on the podcast and the TV show. Lord, I pray right now for those out there who are going to hear this, that really need to hear this message, that they'll be encouraged, that they'll be strengthened, that they'll get up and lace up the boots and go to work and get the job done while they wait for this new season, while they wait for the door to open, while they wait for the church building to be finished being built, whatever that situation might be, that even when they're on that temporary duty assignment, that temporary time period of waiting, that they don't just sit and say, oh, I'm just waiting on the Lord, I'm not doing anything, that they get up and do something for the kingdom, for you. So Heavenly Father, I thank you for all my listeners and watchers out there. I pray for their salvation, that they'll come to know you in a greater way as their Savior and Lord. We pray for all our families as well, the same. And I just thank you for all these things in the mighty name of Jesus Christ. Amen. Hey, there you have it, folks. Thanks for tuning in to another episode. Hey, I got a couple things for you to check out. Spiritual Spotlight Podcast. Check this commercial out. Hey folks, Steve Lewis here with Relevance for Today Ministry. I just wanna let you folks know about Spiritual Spotlight Podcast, which is a show where I'll be encouraging you in five minutes or less with Bible verses, my personal writings and more to give you a spiritual boost for your day. The Spiritual Spotlight Podcast will be airing on Mondays, Wednesdays, and Fridays, so be sure to subscribe and share with your friends. You won't be disappointed, that's for sure. And please do me a favor and check out the Relevance for Today TV show at www.kingdomcommunity.tv. Many of you know about Relevance for Today, where I encourage you out of the Word of God, teachings, trainings, equippings, all that good stuff. Make sure you check that out as well. All you have to do is go over to kingdomcommunity.tv and look up Relevance for Today with Stephen Lewis under the channel section, or you can listen to them on any podcast app. That's Apple Podcasts, Spotify, you name it, you can watch them on there. Just look it up online, you'll find it. I'm really excited about it and I'm hoping you'll check that out as well. And also, if you do me a favor, if you use Apple Podcasts, please do me a favor and rate and review the shows because it helps get our ratings up so that more people will be able to see our podcast. Sound good? With that being said, hey, God bless you guys. Let's get connected. Thanks for tuning in to Spiritual Spotlight Podcast as well as relevance for Today TV show and the podcast. Hey, God bless you guys. Take care of yourselves. Enjoy your day. Peace. Yes, Spiritual Spotlight. I hope you'll check that out sometime. Any podcast app, folks. Get over there. Get subscribed. Leave me some comments if you're watching or listening on Facebook or Instagram. Other than that, subscribe. Share it with your friends and family. Also remember, Apple Podcasts, for even for relevance for today. If you get over there, make sure you leave me a rating and some comments because it's going to push the podcast up further up the ladder. That way, more people will get to see them sound good hey thank you all so much i love and appreciate you thanks for being on the other end of this otherwise i'm just talking to the screen hey love you all god bless take care of yourselves peace